0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Music Rabbit Hole. I'm your humble host and music bus driver on today's musical journey. Happy to have you with us. The way this episode is going to work today is I just want to spotlight a little bit of how incredible a month of the the month of March was for music. It is not only the best month so far, uh, obviously, the year is (laughs) very young, but still. This could end up being the best month of music for the entire year. Now look, summertime, you tend to have some big-time releases. I know we still have some epic albums to come out. But I would definitely be interested to see at the end of this year where March stacks up. And I, I wanted to do this episode in case you missed some of these fantastic albums that dropped uh, in the month of March. So I want to highlight some of them, give you some of my thoughts on the, the the bad albums, maybe play a little tracks here and there throughout this episode. It's going to be short, but I wanted to at least get into it a little bit because I do feel like uh, I know sometimes with the month I do a full month album review, such a thing, but there were so many albums that came out in the month of March that this would be an hour and a half long episode if I went through it all. So let's get into it. So first, we'll we'll start with the albums that are are on the uh, lower end for for the month of March. I right? mean, namely Macklemore's album, Ben, uh, that dropped early in the month. That was on the 3rd of March. And as I said in... I did a, a one-minute album review on this. And as I mentioned in there and just expanding on that, I think to me... I do believe that Macklemore does get a, a kind of a bad rap. I do think <laughs> a pun there. Uh, I do think that he doesn't deserve all the hate that he gets. I think it's just people find him corny. And so, Anytime uh, somebody gets labeled with that, like you see that with Chance the Rapper as well. Like Chance the Rapper, obviously, has put out some fantastic music, but as soon as you get that corny label attached to you, it's really hard to shake. And for Chance, it's like, "Where has he been? We haven't seen the guy." So with Macklemore, it's kind of a similar deal where. Uh, he was really popular in that mid-2010s where uh, everyone was starting to really get into him. I remember I saw him live in a small show in, at the University of Virginia. That was a blast. I mean, he put on a tremendous show. I also got to see him back in, I think, 2018. Uh, my wife and I went to see him live at uh, at more of like an arena, and that was a blast too. So bottom line is, I think Macklemore puts on a fantastic live show he seems to be, and you can never really tell with these guys, but he seems to be genuinely a, a good guy, and the, on the music side, I guess where he has rubbed people the wrong way is yeah, you look back at like same love. It's a little cringe. You look at some of these other songs that he's done, and yeah, there's a little kind of they're they're cringeworthy. You know, like there there's some moments there where you're kind of like, all right, this comes across a little cheesy, a little corny, etc. And and so I think he's had a hard time shaking that label. And this album that he put out, Ben, it doesn't really help that effort because it also still kind of follows. Kind of a corny type aspect so like here's and hopefully this doesn't get claimed but here's like a little bit of that chant song that he does and you can again the the macklemore formula tends to be here's the piano in the background and then some like inspiring they lyricism they told me that i'm gone i told them don't panic when you've done it this long and you've seen magic he know it won't kill you even when the whole world doubts it. So, you know, that that the problem that I have is every Macklemore album uh, song seems to sound like that. Like it seems to just be here's a piano, here's the inspiring lyrics, etc. And for some people they love that, and that's obviously totally fine. But for me, I, I want uh, you know, I want my hip-hop artist to uh, change up Every now and then, like maybe try a different style out. I mean, and especially this year being a year of a lot of artists taking chances. I mean, Lil Yachty is a great example of that. I do think Macklemore um, kind of falls short in that avenue. Uh, this album as a whole, I gave it a six and a half, which might be a little generous. Uh, it's 15 tracks. And uh, again, I, I think there are some nice moments on this album uh, Heroes, I liked the, that Heroes song with DJ Premier, some people don't like it um, but for me I, I, I didn't mind it as much, it, it did kind of show a little different aspect to Macklemore I thought on that song, but in general a little, little rough album there A couple ones that I I know a lot of people really love that Fra- Fever Ray album it's just not for me it's like a 10 track synth pop, art pop album critics gave it a 7.8, I went five Uh it just like I said, I, I just think it wasn't for me it's for somebody else and that's okay i mean not i don't like every single music uh every single track every single artist etc um the a couple other so that lana del rey album that came out um did you know there's tunnel under ocean boulevard 16 track uh art pop chamber pop you know lana at this point this is an album also that some people i think uh Are bigger fans of this one than I am. I I found the album bloated. I found a lot of it boring. And I know with Lana, kind of part of what you're getting is that moody type music. And that's okay. And I don't mind moody, slow stuff. But when it's an hour and 20 minutes or however long the album was, uh, you expect something to pick up at some point. I did love uh, a couple couple of the tracks off the album. Um, Like I do, I do like the title track. That did you know? There's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard. I think this is a a uh, really well done track, probably one of the best. I also liked Margaret, that the song that features bleachers, and then Taco you know Truck. See, with this one at least, it's slow, but then like the chorus. Let me skip ahead a little bit. And again, if there's any weird edits on this, it means like Lana claimed me, and I have to remove. Okay, well, clearly not none of that's... I'm not going to scrub through the whole song. But that song, the title track, I thought, uh, does work nicely because there is some are some higher moments in that. Um, but the critics really love Lana, and rightfully so. I mean, she's v- super talented. Uh, I gave it a 7.2. Critics were closer to an 8. The other album that I was kind of disappointed by was Black's new album, Since I Have a Lover. Uh, 19 tracks... So another kind of long on the longer side. Um, I was actually higher than the critics. The critics were more like a 6.8. I went um, 7.3. So it's not that I didn't like the album. In fact, I've got four songs here that I really, really liked from the album. (sighs) But the problem was the four tracks I liked were pretty much like the best. I mean, there was like the best tracks on the whole thing. A lot of the album was, again, kind of boring and things like that. It's it's in the, if you've never heard Black, kind of in the alternative R&B type realm, as you can hear here. So like this song, Since I Have a Lover, you know it's very groovy. You have a good time through it. Uh, you know, but it still hits on the emotional points that he wants. I also liked Talk Back, Chasing Feeling, Rent Free. There are some good tracks on this, uh, and it is in the sevens for me, which is obviously a, it's a good score. Um, but that was another album that I had higher expectations that it didn't end up meeting. Another big album that came out early in the month. I mean, March was long. I mean, this came out on the tenth. Was Miley. So you know, Miley Cyrus's new record, "Endless Summer Vacation," dropped. It's again, this is crazy. This was an insane month of music because I didn't even remember Miley's album coming out in this month, and it did. It, it is unbelievable. Um, so yeah, with Miley, you know, she's she's obviously a. a Intriguing artist because of her own kind of personal transformations that she's gone through through different albums and trying different sounds like the last record was pretty good. I mean, it was more on the she was trying more of like a Joan Jett like rock type uh, uh, vibe on that last record. And then with this record, it seems she seems to go back into, and I'm definitely not going to play any of the, her tracks on this album, uh, this video, because I know for sure that those will get taken down. Um, But yeah, with this album, this was something that I appreciate the effort. It's a 13 track pop album. There's some, there's some nice moments here. Jaded and you were two of my favorite tracks. I think it, you can enjoy this album, but you want a little bit more. Somebody of Miley's um, personality and status where I feel like Miley Cyrus over the years has um, become a really interesting figure in, in uh, feminism and um, self-love and all these different aspects. I think she really promotes a lot of like eff it attitude and like, hey, like just be who you want to be and have fun and all that stuff. And I And I felt like this album didn't necessarily line up with that because the album just kind of comes across a little cookie cutter at times. It comes across a little safe at times, like a definitely like just kind of pop friendly music and i think what i'd love to see from miley is a little bit of what we got a taste of on the last record where like i want to see her taking more chances you know and and like trying different sounds up and not necessarily making an album that's right there for the mainstream like something a little different because she has the credibility and, and to back it up so it's not like people won't still listen i gave her a seven four on the album um Critics were, critics were actually liked it a lot. I mean, eight because it, it is it is a good solid pop album. And like, I just feel I just I just want a little bit more from her. Another couple albums that stuck out to me. I mean, the new pornographers new record that came out late in the month. That came out literally the last day of the month. Um, that album continue as a guest. Solid album, solid record. I enjoyed it. Um, I I have four tracks off of that that I really like. I I like that uh, Really, Really Light song. I like Cat and Mouse with the Light. A lot of light themes on this one. Continue as a Guest, Angel Cover. Um, You know, those were... Let me play a different one. Um, Those. There's definitely some really fun moments here. And, you know, the new Pornographer's obviously been around quite a while now. And and so it's always cool to kind of see a band still doing it. And still doing it at, at a pretty high level. I mean, this is a... For a band that's put out a bunch of music over the years and... I haven't really even thought about the new pornographers recently at all. Uh, for them to still put out a really solid, well-put-together album uh, was impressive. I, I liked it, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that, that album, I'd say, is about a 7.5. Uh, 10-track indie rock album. S- smooth listening. It's definitely something that you can just uh, get through and enjoy and have a good time. But... Um, uh, Manchester Orchestra put out an EP this month, The Valley of Vision. So it's not quite an album, it's a six track EP. I definitely recommend that as well. I, I think that's one to check out. Um it's uh for fans of Manchester Orchestra, this that their emotional uh sound and, and lyricism is incredible. And there there's a lot of uh I think, especially going back to some of their old albums, I feel like there's some good connective tissue here between like some of their older stuff that if you really, really like that and uh this new EP now. Alright, now we're getting into some of the stuff that I really, really enjoy this month. And this is these, these these next crop is like what why I feel like this month might be end up being the greatest month in music in the whole year. Navy blue. So Navy Blue is a rapper who uh, has been mainly underground, if you will, or independent. Like over the years, this is his first big label effort. Uh, I believe he did it with Jeff Def Jam. The album is called uh, "Ways of Knowing." But he's been making music for a while, and and I've, his name has come up over the years. I've checked out. I think he put out an album last year or the year before, and he's he's been prolific. But this latest record is a super personal. Um, uh, a lot of family dynamics in the lyrics and in some of the sound clips and things like that. Loss, I believe his grandfather passed away, and that's that's him and his grandfather on the cover of the album. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, and there, I, there's just this extra level that I, I really appreciate in in the hip hop spaces, obviously there's nothing wrong with an album and one we're going to talk about later just being crazy and wacky and just, you know, having a good time. There there's nothing wrong with that. But I do like albums that you feel like such a personal um excavation, you know, for lack of a better word, where this guy is really bearing his soul on this ways of knowing album and it really comes across. It's 13 tracks. Uh, I was right around a seven and a half, seven point six, something like that. Um, so starting to trend closer towards the eights. This this is worth your time if you're if you're a rap fan. I think this is definitely worth your time. Navy blue ways of knowing. Uh, Meet me at the altar. That they're a pop punk band. I think this is their first full length album. It's eleven tracks. So if you're like a pop punk fan and you like some of that old you know Warp Tour type sound and uh, but more with like kind of a modern feel to it, I, I recommend. Uh, meet me at the altar i think they're fun it's definitely like one of those albums that's like hey you're just gonna have a good time with it um it's gonna have that pop punk sound that you like like here's some of it it so So, yeah it's that uh you know that that pop punk sound that you love if you're really into that genre, this is a good band to check out in them because I do feel like they bring kind of a fresh take to that pop punk sound and it doesn't feel super dated. Like the problem that I have with some of these, there's a lot of bands that are, and one of them we're going to talk about soon too, is there's a lot of bands that were like really popular in the kind of the mid 2010s and uh, early, you know, late 20 uh, aughts. I don't know how you say it, but. Um, that were in that pop punk realm and they had their height and now it's just not as popular of a sound anymore and some of those bands are still trying to recapture that and some of them are taking a fresh approach to that and i would say meet me at the altar is taking a fresh approach the next album i want to talk about is 100 gex so this is a wild experience 100 gex here's here's a little bit of it So it's this Crazy electronic sky, duo and this album is pretty insane <laughs> so this uh this record has so many different types of sounds in it um it's uh, it's hyper pop i guess if you if if you want to put a genre on it but um it's an experience 10 tracks you'll have a good time there's going to be some times where you're like what the hell am i listening to like there's some weird songs on this but overall i was like man this is fun and the best part of it is so you you go through and you see all the reviews on albums and stuff and i found this review from this guy who ripped this album to shreds and it clearly and that's what that's that's what i love about music is that On one hand, you can have somebody who says, like, this is a landmark piece of art. Like, this is something that uh, is advancing music and advancing a genre. And it's it's an incredible piece of work. And then on the same album, you could have somebody who says, this is just noise and I hate it. That is fantastic. Like, that is why art is so fun is because you could have two components. Polar opposite opinions on the same piece of work, and I think that this 100 Gex album is a little polarizing because there are moments where you're like, "What am I listening to? This sounds crazy." Like the nor- the track that I just played you right now is the most like commercially accessible track on the album. The rest of the songs are insane, uh, but it w- it's fun. 100 Gex. The album is called 10,000 Gex. The band or artists are called Hunter Keks. It all makes sense. Alright, so these are the five of my five favorite albums of the month. So Fallout Boy, So Much for Stardust. This is another a little bit of a polarizing album because I think you have two camps with this, and, and you know Fallout Boy, I don't need to explain who they are, but um and there's a camp of people that feel like the album is a Revitalization of their old sound, and that they found something, some of the old magic, and like it's a fresh take on the piece, similar to what I said about Me at the Altar, where because obviously Fall Out Boy is in the pop punk realm as well. There's that camp, and then there's the camp that thinks, all right, this sounds dated. It doesn't really. Um, it's not very interesting. You you could just. Uh, it's a forgettable album, etc. So similar to to all this stuff, it's there's there's different camps here. I personally. I enjoyed it, and I might be a little biased because I do come uh, like I went through the pop punk world like it it hit my age group like right in that middle school, high school realm. I feel like that was when pop punk and Warped Tour, etc., were at their peak. So I have a little bit of bias because like Fall Out Boy and, and a lot of these bands were like in my wheelhouse back in the day. I personally felt that this album did a nice job recapturing some of those feelings and, and recapturing some of that audience and um because with Fallout boy they've tr- they pissed a lot of people off um in the, uh, the last you know few records or so because like their sound has gone like super poppy super mainstream etc this felt a little more heavier a little more um yeah you know like the, their roots a little bit so i i had a lot of fun with this i think you will too, seven eight for me um the next four are all eights and above spoiler alert all right, Slow Tie, Ugly. This is a... This was one of the first... So this came out on the 3rd of March. So this this started off the month, and I was like, wow, this is this is going to be a great month of music. So Slow Tie is a UK artist who... You know, rapper at times, alt-rock, electronic. Um, he is an innovator. And this album, Ugly is a, a great piece of art honestly like um, it, <laughs> I had so much fun with it this song is called Never Again that I'm playing also would check out Sooner Ugly and 25% Club this album this song actually is a uh, a, a super heartbreaking song so I, I can't even uh, like play I'm not definitely not going to play too much of it because when he gets into the lyrics I just want to hear I just want you to hear this shift here in a moment To my feet you're still with me. I never thought I'd see you again. This little instrumental shift as he gets into his actual you know lyricism here. The said, hey, and then he tells this uh, really sad story that actually is really, very depressing. But um, there's, there's some uh, incredible tracks on this. And, and he covers a lot of different genres. And um, his growth has been unbelievable. So I, this was an 8 for me. Uh, I highly, highly recommend checking Slow Tie Ugly out if you haven't seen it yet uh, or heard it yet. And then now on to my top 3. Number 3 on my list is uh, Eve Toomer who they they put out a uh, tremendous, tremendous album. And the weird thing about this album, and the album title is super, super long. I can't even, I don't even want to say it because it's like, okay, why not? We'll say it. Let's see. The album title is Praise the Lord Who Choose, But Which Does Not Consume, or Simply hop Between Worlds. Insane. I don't know what any of that means. It's just, just insane. And I actually, that's a pet peeve of mine. Like, I hate long album titles because I have, always have to type them out. Um, but... Yeah, they they put out this record that I don't even it's funny. I've probably heard the album 10 times now and I still don't fully like understand it yet. Like it's it's something that each listen has brought out different emotions in me or different I've recognized different aspects of it. it genre-wise it's in the alt rock, art rock, alternative realm, but man, it is an unbelievable album. Um, there's some like yeah punkier rock type aspects like this song lovely sewer is a is a great track heaven surrounds us like a hood is another favorite of mine in spite of war is another fi- favorite of mine but yeah they put out uh truly an, an unbelievable album i went eight two on this i i, I think you you want to spend your time with it you want to take your time with it you want to just sit in, sit in it and enjoy it and uh and give it maybe a few listens and i feel like you you, you'll grow to appreciate as much as i did all right top two here boy genius of course the trio julian baker lucy dacus and our girl phoebe bridgers um well not our girl you may like her may not i don't know (laughs) I, i like her music uh but but this was a highly anticipated record obviously um You know, Boy Genius has been putting out some music over the years and uh, the EP and things like that. And people have been uh, really, really clamoring for this and, and really excited for this. And I'll say it lives up to the hype. I mean, it really does. I was worried that it wouldn't because it is such a highly anticipated album. But some people may end up having it on their top 10 albums of the year at the end of the year. I mean, right now it's in my top 10, but it's only been three months. Uh, eight five from me. Critics are all, all are all the way up, close to a nine. They're at eight nine for this one. But yeah, folk rock. If you, if you don't know Boy Genius, basically it's this trio of, of tremendous artists. You have probably heard of at least Phoebe Bridgers, but Lucy Dawkins and and uh, Julian Baker actually put out some tremendous music as well. Highly recommend um, checking their individual work out. Honestly, uh, if I were to, I don't want to rank them, but like I, I really like Julian Baker's uh, album that she put out. 2021 maybe um it's uh it's really really good i have it on vinyl i love it uh but yeah so th- th- my point is this album lives up to the hype it's this trio powerhouse uh women who their voices just blend together so perfectly um where you cannot imagine i mean three just tremendous songwriters singers etc um working together it's so cool when you get kind of a super group like this because there 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 are Obviously, been duos and trios over the years that just work. I mean, Fuji's uh, Outcast. I mean, there's a lot in the hip hop space, of course, in, in in the rock space as well. I mean, super groups, traveling Wilburys, and and stuff like that. Like it happens, but not as much anymore. I mean, we did get Silk Sonic, um, which was a really kind of a, a fun fun duo there with Anderson Pac and and Bruno Mars, but it just doesn't happen as often. So when you get this group, a boy genius of these three ladies who just do an amazing job. Uh, It's exciting. It's exciting because they all bring it on this and they do a tremendous job. The storytelling, the artistry, the music is, is fantastic. I mean, I have five favorite tracks on this. I like $20 true blue, not strong enough. Satanist and anti curse. Uh, Those are my five, but I, I recommend the whole album. It is, it's called the record by the way, and eight, five from me on this. This was fantastic. All right, the last album I'm going to talk about, and then I'll do some, I guess, some like honorable mentions, I guess. I mean, I know, before I get to the last album, why don't I just do some honorable mentions? So I know a lot of a lot of people are Luke Combs fans. Um, and so he, he put out uh, an album this month that I, 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 f- I feel like is getting some pretty good uh, buzz. That's great. I, I, I'm I not a giant country guy. So uh, this was not necessarily something that I particularly was into but maybe you like it, and that's cool. <laughs> if if you if you had a good time with it, um, you know I'm glad it just wasn't really my thing. Um, that that was definitely one of the one of the bigger albums. That let me see, let me look at some of the some of the other albums that came out, and then I'm going to talk about my favorite album of the month, uh, which is which was quite a quite an experience. So, all right, um other albums that came out in March and some of them I just haven't had a chance to listen to yet uh The Hold Steady uh, the ninth full-length album for for the indie rock group The Hold Steady um this is on my to listen list critics te- seem to like it I just haven't had a chance to listen to it yet The Zombies put out a, a, an album this artist Chloe uh put out a record who uh, she's a I believe like an R&B artist that Um, this album has features from chris brown and missy elliott and uh, people are are not loving this album but again i I think it's worth giving a chance um uh, depeche mode put out an album that people really like i I have not really given it a full full listen either there's this uh, irish experimental folk group called false lancum that put out an album that is critics absolutely love i just have not really given it a chance i haven't really had time to to give it a chance yet because it is like something you really have to sit in and and listen to because it has this like old school irish folk sound to it and and that's that's pretty much it i mean m83 oh yeah m83 put out an album two put out an album um you know so there's there's plenty of (laughs) ellie and aj put out an album if you're a fan of them not 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 knocking if you are but it's just not my thing um my guy Van Morrison put out an album as well. So yeah, Mar- March had a lot of of music, and, and most of it really, really solid. But the album that I adore, that I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the tracks, seven of the 14 tracks are on my favorite songs of 2023 so far playlist. I'll put the link in the description. Um, it's uh, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown Scaring the Hoes. This is <laughs> experimental hip hop to its finest. Like it is um it is experimental. It is different. It's you're not everyone's going to like it. Uh I went in not sure if I was going to like it because I I do like these these artists. I mean Danny Brown obviously is a little bit out there at times and um you either kind of like his style or you don't. Um JPEG Mafia has really his his profile has really risen quite a lot because he's clearly shown that he can do everything i mean he can produce he can rap he can you know make uh, there's just so many um aspects to him that is so intriguing so this duo when when people saw that these two were teaming up everyone got very excited because uh and and to me i think this album lives up to the hype it's an eight seven for me as i said it's not for everybody it's not a crowd pleasing like if you're at a party or you've got some friends, not even a party. If you have some friends over for a dinner, like a nice dinner, and you want to put on some music, I wouldn't put on Scaring the Hose. <laughs> that is my number one recommendation. I, I don't, unless they're big Danny Brown, JPEG Mafia fans, of course, but um, it is not necessarily an aesthetically pleasing record. It is an experience. It is something where you, you it's short. I think it's like 36 minutes or something. Um you you breeze through it, and at the end of it, you're like, "What just happened?" Because the the samples are crazy, the lyrics are hilarious. There's a crazy one liners in there. Um, the, it's not it's not it's not gonna be your it's not for example Navy Blue. It's not gonna be your Navy Blue that I talked about earlier. That record, which um, is a little more straightforward hip hop this this album is different it's it's different but different is good and this is uh and this is really really good uh, my favorite tracks step a pig scaring the hose perfect Shut, <laughs> i don't even want to say all these orange juice jones kingdom hearts jack harlow combo meal um, so let me give you just an example if you've never heard any of this let me just give you a little example sure, The production on this is incredible because it's not polished. There there are some moments, I was talking to my guy, Josh Grant, who's a producer, and we were both saying how like, there's some moments in here where you're like, this doesn't sound that great. Like as far as like uh, like the quality, but uh, it's still you still have a good time. I mean that's the crazy thing. It's like it doesn't matter if it sounds like rough. now that 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 section there sounded fine, but there are moments in the album where it's like maybe not n- mixed entirely properly, but that kind of roughness adds to the experience and makes it my number one album so far of the year. It is it, it passed Young Fathers and is now number one for me. Um, my quick, I'll, I'll run through my top 10 here. I'm not going to throw the graphics up or anything, but my t- quick top 10 right now Paramore, This Is Why, Slow Tie, Ugly, Joseph, Permanent Damage, Caroline Polachek, Desire, I Want to Turn Into You, Screaming Females, their album Desire, by the way, I'm saying artist and then album, by the way. Uh, Screaming Females, Desire Pathway, Eve Toomer, um, crazy long name for the album. Little Yachty, Let's Start Here, is still in my top five. Boy Genius, Young Fathers, and the JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown. So, of the top ten now we 've got three four entries into the top ten for, for me right now um, so yeah march march end up may end up being the best month of music this entire year I, I, I really, really had a good time listening to so if you you 're busy everybody 's busy like if you haven 't had a chance to check out some of these albums, I highly recommend it as far as April goes, like especially as i 'm recording right now here in april um as far as looking at the release calendar um you know metallica's got a new album coming out the tallest man on earth has an album coming out um that's a that's an artist by the way if you don't have never heard of him you're like what the hell the tallest man on earth has an album uh the smashing pumpkins have an album coming out um who else indigo de souza i cannot wait for that album and on the 20th of april i really really like her Uh, The National have their next record uh, coming out in April. So April looks pretty solid then in May. You've got Ed Sheeran, Jonas Brothers. um, Who else we got coming up here in May? Dave Matthews Band, if you you, There's some still uh, DMB heads out there. Uh, Arlo Parks has a new record coming out. I love her. Um, June, you got Ben Folds. You got Jack Johnson. Um, You got Rufus Wainwright. You've got uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit has a new record coming out. Jess Williamson. Um, So yeah, there's there's obviously some albums that are coming out later this year that will be great. But I'm telling you, I think June or not June, Jesus, I think March will end up. This is my prediction. Will be the greatest month of music for the entire year of 2023. That's my prediction. We'll see if that happens. I appreciate you watching, listening, etc. You can hit the subscribe button if you'd like. Hit the like button. Comment below if maybe there's some albums I missed or you disagree with some of my thoughts. That's totally fine. It's all part of the game. Uh, I will see you guys another time soon. This has been another episode of The Music Rabbit Hole.